Line Podcast. What's going on? Welcome to the Bottom Line Podcast, your home for sports and entertainment talk. Jimmy Finizzi, Mr. Taco with you, a.k.a. Austin Myers. We hope you're well, except for a few teams that we're going to slander today. Just for warning right now, this episode is going to feature a ton of it. More so because of the guy uh, at the bottom of me while we're recording this over the side of me if you're watching on YouTube. But anyway, I digress. Austin we got some NHL teams to grade, my friend, before and after the trade deadline. So this is going to work. So this episode is going to be before the trade deadline. The trade deadline is coming up. It's on Monday, March 21st. And then okay. after the trade deadline is over, then we'll come back and grade teams afterwards to see how they did. Yeah. It started. Great uh, on their moves. Go ahead. Great on how, how great their moves were during the yes. trade deadline. Yep, if pretty much. Even made. Yep, but before that, we're going to grade them as where they currently are right now in the standings. And yes, we're going through all NHL teams, all 30 plus. So sit so, tight. Uh, it's so going to be saying, quite a bit. So what he's saying is uh, make sure you got your, your drink, make sure you got your popcorn. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun. <laughs> yes, it is. But before we do, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and Amazon Music. Again, we're everywhere. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. All right, Austin. Let's start at the bottom with the Pacific Division. I see those widened eyes. What happened? It's it's involving this first team that we're going to talk about. Seattle? Okay. Yes. All right. What happened? Seattle is going to hold Mark Giordano out of the lineup as asset protection. He's out. He's out. No, 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 no. That there's means no they're question. trading him. That That's means no, they're trading no, him. There's no questions asked about him being traded. But I feel like Seattle's really screwing him because they're like, yeah, we're going to give you our first captaincy. Not even a full season in. They're going to trade him away. Yeah, that, that that it makes no damn sense. None. Wow. So wait, so then so then what other well let, let's go more into Seattle, shall we? Because as we stand right now at the time of this recording, we know they're a new team, it's their first full season, but they're 18, 37, and six. Obviously, not where you want to go. Look, nobody was expecting them to be Vegas, although a few people were, but hey, that's what happens when you put high expectations on a team. I'm just going to say, there were a lot of people that expected them to be like Vegas was. Yeah, well, again, that's what happens when you put too much high expectations on a new team. I'm not going to say they could have been, because they definitely could have been, especially Mm. if they would have picked up the right people. True, true. Such as uh, Carrie Bryce. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you could have gone out and gotten – What's his name? Uh, maybe maybe you could have gotten Flurry somehow. I don't know. Uh, it's just there's a lot Seattle could have done, but they didn't. And mm. I think that's that's really not helping them on the long run, so to say. Mm. Because you look at where they're sitting right now, and bottom of the Pacific. Yep. But like you said, 1837 and six. That just shows the the inconsistency in this team. And I mean, Seattle, they definitely have a few bigger names that could work with them. 
But right now, when you when you're looking at goaltending, you're looking at Grubauer, who was everybody thought was going to be a fantastic pickup for him. And yeah, I mean, he kind of, he's been on off this season, and then you have his backup in Chris Drieger. Everybody had high hopes for Drieger, but what? But when it came down to it, he just kind of flopped. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. By the way, uh, we just want to address this real quick. Uh, we do apologize if there are any uh, video issues. If you are watching on YouTube, but if you're on the audio side, you have nothing to worry about. But we will power through this episode the best that we can. But Austin, please continue. I apologize. And I mean, you look at their you look at their defense. You've got Vince Dunn, um, who was with St. Louis when they won their cup. J- Jordan Eberle, former Islander. Who, quite frankly, in my opinion, Ever- Jordan, Jordan Everly is probably their best player. Yes, but I'm going through it as of, like, their defense. Their, their defense, they've got Vince Dunn, Hayden right. Fleury, Giordano, mm. Adam Larson, Jamie Alexiak. Mm. Like, they've got big names on their defensive end, but they're not playing like the big names that they were on their other teams. You're right. And then, I mean, you look at their – you look at their uh, offense, Ryan Donato, Jonas Donskor, Jordan Eberle, Morgan Geeky, Yanni Gord, Kelly Yarncroke, Marcus Johansson, Jared McCann, Jaden Schwartz, Riley Shen, Brandon Tanev, Alex Winberg. Those are all names that everybody knew mm. when before they were put in the expansion draft. And now you look at where they're at now after being put over to Seattle. And, I mean, I know Seattle's fighting injuries really bad right now. I mean, it didn't help that Tanev's out for the rest of the season with his injury. Yeah, that that, that one hurts. Because that one Tan- hurts. Because Tanev had that team going. And, to me, that's really where it hurt. Yeah. And if they trade away Giordano like they say they're going to, I could see Tanev possibly picking up the captaincy role. Yeah, yeah. But you never know. It's Seattle. Their their management groups are a little questionable. <laughs> You're and that, right. And that's why I'm going to give Seattle a D. D- eh, that that seems fair. That seems fair. I, I I think I'm right along with you. Look again. I personally was not expecting them to be anywhere near Vegas's level when they were, first came along. But even still, with nice all this show. talent that you have, with all the big names, you should be better than where you are. But you're not. So. It's not a full-on failure of a season because, again, it's their first full season. But from where they are right now as the first as their uh, first season in the league, a D seems uh, pretty fair in my eyes. So mm-hmm. good on you, Austin. I'm with you there. The San Jose Sharks, 26, 25, and 8. They're in seventh. They're, they're in the barely a five. Right now, they're barely a 500 team. Yeah, I, I have no idea how with guys like freaking Brent Burns, Logan Couture, Tomas Hurdle, who everybody's talking about possibly getting traded. I mean, come on. Like, really? How are you not better? And here's your answer. Once again, goaltending. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> they, have, they have one of my favorite young goalies in Aiden Hill. Yes. 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 But he's once again, he's inconsistent. And then you look at who his backup is. You got James Reimer. The I don't even know how old Reimer is anymore. He's <laughs> he's he's got to be like what mid thirties, mid thirties maybe. 
maybe early 40s. I don't know. It's just stand by. I'll find out. And I mean, Reimer's put on one hell of a show lately. James Reimer is 34. 34. So he's about at, at that cusp of where goaltenders retire. Yeah, so, somewhere around there. Yeah, actually, I mean, actually, he just turned 34 on uh, March 15th. So at the time of this recording, yesterday. it would have been yesterday. So happy birthday, James Reimer. So but, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. I mean, when you have those two, you have to think about it. Like You've got young talent that could be in the franchise for a while with Aiden Hill, yes. But what do you do once Reimer is gone? Yeah, no, that, that's a good question. And I mean, once again, like you said, you look at their defense. They've got Burns, Ferraro, Carlson, mm. Vlasic. Those yep. that's a those are defensive those are defensive guys that should not be barely a five hundred team right now. And and Brent Burns is the best one. Exactly. Well, yeah, because I mean, Chewbacca has always been the best one. That's how we look <laughs> at it. Oh, and I mean, then. I mean, then you look at their offense. They have Nick Bonino, Alex, yeah. Alex Goligoski, or is that Goligoski? I think you're right, yeah. No, it's Andrew Cogliano. Oh, Cogliano. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I know. I, for some reason, I thought it was Goligoski. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Then you got Couture and Hurdle and LeBanc and Meyer and Nieto. I mean, when you look at their defense compared to their offense, their defense is more stacked. Yeah, and I mean, no, I, I, I agree with that. I said it back when they got rid of um, Pavelski. When they got rid of Pavelski, I knew it was going to hurt him. Then they got rid of Thornton. Jumbo Joe, Joe they Thornton. Got, yeah, they got rid of Jumbo Joe. That hurt. And then Marlowe didn't resign for some reason. That hurt too. Mm. Those guys that they lost within that year, year and a half span, that did not help them one bit. And I no. mean, they're bare. They're barely starting to rebuild this team. Do I think they'll be better towards next season if they if something comes up? Possibly. Yeah. And if they get rid of somebody like we said, if they get rid of um Vlasic, I think it is that's been in the tops. Yeah, and yeah, and get, also a hurdle as well. I mentioned yeah. hurdle earlier. Yeah, hurdle. I know has been in the tops for a while though. If they get rid of either one of those guys and manage to get a solid pickup out of them, they can be somebody to mess with next season. Definitely. But until they build on what they have right now, they're not going to be an a, a B or an A team. No. no. Right now, they're sitting about a D plus C minus for me. I would, I would probably say, I would probably say D plus because again, like Seattle, they have the names. They just they're just not clicking for some reason. I don't know what happened to them, but they're just not clicking. Yeah, it's just they're not clicking like they should be. Yeah, exactly. So so far, Seattle with a D, San Jose with a D plus. Let's go to Anaheim, shall we? The good old ducks. I, I don't even know what to say about this team. I mean, I thought. I thought that they were better than their record, but I was wrong. They're only two games above 500, 27, 25, and 11. And by the way, the Rangers just beat them in overtime the other night. And look, the, the Ducks aren't terrible by any stretch, but at this point of the season, they're just like, 
they're just, just like they're just uninteresting to me. I don't know. Look, no disrespect to John Gibson because I think Gibson is actually doing pretty decently. But even still, I mean, See, the thing, the thing they, they're, is, they're just they, meh. The thing about the thing about Anaheim is they're relying too much on John Gibson. It's another. It's the same situation in teams we're going to talk about later, where they rely on the veteran and not let the backups or the rookie come in and work more. I mean, yes, Andrew Solo, yes, Anthony Solaire's is not had the greatest season, so to say. Right now, he's played twenty-one games. He's nine, six, and two. Yeah, with a goal against average of two point six six and a save percentage of 0.919, which I mean, it's. It's average for a backup attendee, but then you look at John Gibson's numbers, and he's um, he's played 44 games. He's 17, 18, and nine with a goal against average of 3.03, uh, 3.05, and a save percentage of 0.905. Yep. So I mean, you can tell they're relying more on John Gibson than they are Solars, but you can't be doing that, and we've always talked about that. Yeah. And no, then, you're right. And, I mean, then you look at their defense and their offense. Defense, they have Sam Bennett, Jamie Drysdale, Cam Fowler, Hampus Lindholm, Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> like, I, I still he, laugh when I hear that name. I'm sorry. The, 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 the thing that he was a former Ranger, now he's a duck. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't help it. But to think that they're only two games above 500 with, the, with that stacked of a D-line is concerning. Especially when you have young talent like Jamie Drysdale. Mm, and Tro- Troy, Troy freaking Terry, who's been outstanding. And then you look at their offense. Max Kumpos, Ryan Getzlav, Derek Grant, Adam Henrique, Sonny Mulano, Ricardo Raquel, Jacob Silversberg, Sam Steele, Troy fucking Terry. Yep. And Trevor freaking Zegers. <laughs> yeah. Zegers has been a monster. To be two games over 500 with a team like this full of young talent should not be happening. No. No. <laughs> when you have Troy Terry and Trevor Zegers, we have issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I think at this point, I think I'd give the Ducks a C minus. I would give him more of a. I would put him right in the middle and give him a C. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. They're they're not dumpster fire, right? And they're not the best, right? They're about just there. Yeah, that's why I said they're just meh. They're just uninteresting. Exactly. They're just and they, they should right, be more interesting with with Terry and Zegris, but no, they're not. They're right, like they're right at media, media. Exactly, exactly my point. So that's the Ducks. I don't even know what to say about Vancouver. I mean, they're also not a terrible team either. They're 30, 24, and seven. And look, ever, ever since Bruce Bruce Boudreau got there, I mean, he he seems to know dad, what he's doing. But big big daddy Bruce Boudreau, man, yeah. I, I I'm not even gonna. Whatever he, whatever he decided to go do with Vancouver, so let it be. Exactly. (laughs) And I mean, since Boudreau stepped in, their goaltending has stepped Mm. it. Oh yeah, Demko has been a monster. There's a reason 
Thatcher Demko has a new nickname. <laughs> they call they call him Snatcher Demko for a reason. Yeah. And I mean, there's a reason they do, there's a reason they're relying on Demko. Because Yaroslav because Yaroslav Halak is an absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he he he's not what he used to be. And this is where the slander is going to start. Yeah. All right. Because Yaroslav Halak at one point was a fantastic goaltender. No, he was. He was. And now you look at him and he's a fucking dumpster fire. And it's sad. Yeah, it really is. It's really, really sad. And I mean, I'm not going to talk about Snatcher Demko because when I talk about Snatcher Demko, he always goes and he, uh, he proves me wrong. Yep, exactly. So I'm not even going to talk about Snatcher Demko. <laughs> and then you go and you look at their defense. Former Toronto Maple Leafs Kyle Burrows. Yeah. Former Arizona Coyote Oliver Ekman-Larsen. Mm. Travis Hamanick. Quinn Hughes. Former Golden Knight Brad Hunt. Tyler Myers. Tucker Pullman. And Luke Shen. Do I need to say any more? <laughs> nope. Nope. That pretty much says it all right there. And I mean, that defense, once again, they stepped it up since uh, Big Daddy Boudreaux came in. Yep. And then you look at the offense. Brock Besser. Mm. Alex Chassian. Connor Garland. Former Chicago Blackhawks slash Rockford Icehog. Matthew Highmore. I've got I got to see him play. He's a great player. Nice. Niels Hoglander. <laughs> Bo Horvat. Yes. JT Miller, who's been on fire. Oh lately. my god. Yeah. The, the, the fact that he's having this good of a year stunts. The fact the fact that they're talking about trading him. Ugh. And he's playing like he is right now. It's concerning. For, forget that. The fact that they're talking about trading him back to the Rangers concerns me. Why? Why would, would they want him back? I would. Why? Because look at how he's playing. Oh, uh, Any team I'll, would want I'll, him. I'll right get more now. to that later. I'll get more to that later. Then you got Tyler Mott. Tyler, is it Tyler Pearson? Tanner Pearson. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tanner Pearson. And then Elias Pedersen. Yeah. Well, Petey's been very quiet this year. Shockingly. Which is sad. But, I mean, once again, you look at somebody like JT Miller, who's on rumors for trade. And then you're like, I get it. But why? Because mm. we talked about it with Georgiev last year. With Goyev. Yeah. We talked about it. He was, he was fantastic last season. They could have got much more for him. I think that's what I think that's what a JT Miller is doing is he's showing teams that he can play that way they can get more for him. Yeah, I mean that that sounds fair, but as a Ranger fan, I'm sorry, I I wouldn't want him back. I'm sorry. And I mean, I mean, as a Rangers fan, you're kind of happy right now, especially with Sertano coming in. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll dive more into that later, but. Damn, I, I wasn't expecting to get another center. I didn't expect that trade to even come. But, no, you know, me neither. <laughs> but look, that's, there's a reason that Vancouver is going to be above mediocrity, but not super above. 
right now I'm stuck about a, in between a C plus and a B minus. Fair enough. But I'm leaning more towards a C plus just because. All right. All right. I mean, that seems fair. I, I think I'm going to give him a C plus. I'm right along there with you. But now I think this is where more slander is going to start. Let's go to Vegas, shall we? Look, they're 32, 26, and four. So you look at that and say, oh, okay, it's not a terrible record. They're still a playoff team. But Austin here has been on the record and saying that they're not making the playoffs. And if you would like him to reiterate that and explain himself, Austin, the floor is yours, my friend. Please hold. Let me pull up the roster. Okay. Oh, pulled up the Blue Jackets roster on accident. Well, <laughs> all right, here we go. May, may I start with the slander? Yes. All right. The floor is yours. All right. You said our record is what? As of now, you are 32, 26, and four. You have 68 points. You're about two back of the Edmonton Oilers for third in the Pacific. Blow it up. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here for you heard it here first, people. And by the way, not to mention, you're also 11 points back of Calgary. But let's be honest, you're not catching the flames. I'm sorry. No, nobody's catching them. I'm sorry, but blow it up. Wow. Wow. Stunner. Our, our, our goaltending is an absolute dumpster fire. Our <sighs> defense, our defense needs a lot of fucking work. Oh, it our, does. Uh, our offense is what's going for us. But our yeah. offense can't even score goals. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when they do score, though, I mean, damn. Ooh. I mean, I, I would still say offensively, you're fine. Your main problems are defense and goaltending. No, we're not even fine offensively because our offense gets injured every fucking game. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I, I'm going to pick this team apart one by one by one by one <laughs> with the roster. Go for it. Starting with our goaltending. Oh, boy. Laurent Brossois. Very, very good. But can play like a dumpster fire any given night. And I don't know if we're going to... I want to keep him around. But right now, nothing's guaranteed. And, th- and then I'm going to go to Logan Thompson just because. Okay. I'm going to jump over somebody right now. I-, I know who you're jumping over, but go ahead. I'm going to talk about Logan Thompson. Logan Thompson's not ready for the NHL. And I've said mm. this multiple times during the- in the course of the last few days. Logan Thompson makes a fantastic AHL goaltender. The AHL and the NHL are two different beasts. The AHL is, much- is a much slower game than the NHL is. And when you get these goaltenders to come up and play, you can tell. And I think Thompson needs maybe another year or two in the in the, uh, the, 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 the in the AHL until he's really ready. If we continue to play him like we have been, where we throw him in a few games when somebody's injured, that's fine. Because it gives him the experience. It lets him know what he needs to work on. And that it just shows, okay, he may be ready in a year or two. Mm. I think I know where you're going next, so just just, just go for it. Robin fucking Leonard! 
and I and I, and, I, and I thought it was starting to grow on you. I'm not going to say anything because he's injured. He's injured. All right. Well, well, that that probably means trade bait. Oh yeah, that's what it is. I can't. I, I said it at the beginning of the season. Where gone? <laughs> Leonard's going. Leonard's gone. Yeah. But anyway, please please continue. And I mean, from what we've heard, we've been given more. We've been giving more about Leonard than we anybody usually gives us. Yeah. Some supposedly a fan had saw him. Supposedly a fan had saw him when he had flown back from the uh, road trip because I want to say he left in Buffalo. Okay. And uh, supposedly a fan saw him in crutches, hardly able to move. Ooh. Which Ouch. we never, which we never get that much news. So to me, that's just them trying to cover up. Hey, we're probably going to trade him. Mm. And I mean, they said the same thing about Riley Smith. Riley Smith was quote unquote injured with a brace on in back in Vegas. He yeah. flew back from the road trip too. Once again, that's more news than we usually get. So I feel like trades are coming, and it's going to be big. If we get rid of both Riley Smith and Robin Leonard, that's going to be big. But I mean, you look at the goaltenders that we've been linked to: Alexander Georgiev. Who else? Who else was it? Jonas Corposalo. Yes. I swear to God, Vegas, if you get Jonas Corposalo, we are going to have issues. Uh, I, I would rather you get. I would. I, I would rather give you Georgiev at this point. I would rather. I will. I will gladly take Georgiev with open arms, than take Corpusalo. I mean, <laughs> sh- I mean, shit. There are even rumors of us getting fucking Simeon Varlamov. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't want Varlamov. Yeah, I, I would rather you guys take Georgiev. I would rather take Georgiev because at least I know he can play a goddamn game every night. Exactly. <laughs> And he played damn good against the Ducks the other night, and he needed yeah. that bad. And then you look at the defense. Oh, God. Dylan Coughlin, not going to shit on. He's, he's solid. Yeah. Nick Haig, he's done okay for us this year. No reason to shit on him. Yeah. Ben Hutton, former Toronto Maple Leaf. I love him to death. Not going to shit on him. <laughs> All right. Alec Martinez, cut in the face with a skate blade. Hasn't played since. <sighs> not going to shit on him. Yeah, that, that hurts. Braden McNabb played every game with the Golden Knights, randomly got injured, hasn't played since. I could shit on him, really not feeling it. Okay. Daniel Miramanov, Henderson Silver Knights player, plays the AHL. Not going to shit on him. Okay. Alex Petrangelo! Oh, boy, here we go. Beginning of the year, I said Petra was a good pickup. Man, was I wrong. All the hype around Petrangelo. I mean, I get Petrangelo's a Stanley Cup winning defenseman. Yes. But he doesn't play like it. Mm. Some of the moves he makes, like some of his thought, I want to know his thought process on the ice because some of the stuff he does is just the dumbest things I have ever seen. And I mean, I get it might be different when you get on the ice to can compared when you're watching the game on TV. Right. But at a point, you have to stop and think, what the fuck are you thinking? Exactly. And I mean, we just, I want to say we re-signed him to like a six-year deal when we signed him. Yes. And I don't know if I can handle him for six more years. I don't know. (laughs) 
And then, I mean, Shea Theodore is Shea Theodore. I've got no issue with it. Yeah, no. Shea Theodore was fine. Zach Whitecloud, I have no issues with either. Right. I mean, I'll run down our our offensive lineup. Michael Amadio plays fine. Will Carrier, I wish they would give him a little more time on the ice. Because when he's on the ice, he tends to score every now and again. Evgeny Dodonov, he's definitely stepped it up this year. I'm proud of him for doing what he's doing with us. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna skip that one. I I know where you're going. Go ahead. Brett Howden has been doing very well for us. I'm, yeah, proud I, of him. I'm shocked with how Brett Howden is doing. Brett, Brett Howden's doing fantastic. Oh my god. T.S. Yanmark, I like. He's, yeah. I mean, he played with Chicago for a while there. He's a fantastic player when he's on the ice. William Carlson, I swear to God, if Vegas trades him, I'm going to go shoot somebody in the uh, GM department. Oh my god. Keegan Colasar, I've got no issue with. He's uh he's the Ryan Reeves that we all miss. Yeah. Uh, Jake Lecision, once again, another AHL player that really is get, gets the call up whenever needed. Jonathan Marchiso has definitely stepped it up this season compared to last. I'm very proud of him for doing what yes. he is. Matt's Pacioretty, he's doing very well for himself this season as much as he was last season. As if only he could get over his little injury bugs he's been having this year, we'd be just fine. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he's, he's been hurt most of this year, and he's been mm-hmm. doing very well. Nolan Patrick, who had just come back from injury and got injured again last game. Mm-hmm. So that one doesn't – that one hurts. I really haven't gotten to see his full potential yet with the team. <laughs> uh, Jonas, yeah. Ro- Jonas Romberg, once again, another AHL player that gets called up when needed. Yeah. Nick Waugh. Definitely been putting on a performance for himself this year, sitting third, sitting on that third line. I'm very proud of what he's doing. Riley Smith, once again, I don't want to see him go, but if it means clearing cap space, it is what it is. Chandler Stevenson was one of the guys that they were rumored about being traded, but I think with his speed and his mentality, we're not going to trade him away because he's definitely a key component on this team right now. And Mark Stone, captain oh captain I don't see him going anywhere for at no, least another no. year or two. He he's really the heart and soul of this team since Flurry left, since we got rid of Flurry. And I mean, yes, Stone's injured right now, and it doesn't help the team, but it is what it is. We we tend to overcome things like that, and hopefully, once we get him back, this team goes back to its winning ways. Yeah, Mark 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 Stone Mark Stone's not going anywhere. I'm sorry, you, you can't lose your captain. Unlike the, unlike Seattle, Seattle. And then I'm going to go back up to the top of the list over the one that I jumped over. Mr. Jack Eichel. Jack fucking Eichel. <laughs> go go ahead. Go ahead. All of the hype around this man. Aye. For him to do nothing against his former team in Buffalo. Yeah, that 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 was bad. That was really that bad. was that was the worst showing I've ever seen out of a player in God knows how long. And and what he said afterwards uh, in the press conference uh, made him look so dumb. I, I mean, I get that. Peyton Krebs and Alex Tuck shot sent shots at the Golden Knights before the game. Yes. But I mean, look at what happened. They came out on top. And then after the game, Jack Eichel goes and says some snarky shit like he did after losing the game Ugh. was uncalled for. I get that you just played your former team in their home arena and you wanted to say something, but you lost. Yeah. After losing and saying some shit like that makes you look like a little bitch. 
No, it, it does. It and does. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the language, but it's honest to God real. And that's why I'm putting the Vegas Golden Knights as much as I hate to, and I know they're not going to make the playoffs, compared to what they have been the last few years, I'm giving this team a D. Wow. Wow. So even though they're still over 500, you're giving them a D. I'm going to, I'm giving them a D. Wow. Even though they're I'm, over, I'm, I'm actually stunned. All right. Even though, even though they're an over 500 team, yes. But I don't care. We just lost how many in a row? We were on a five game road trip and we lost all five. We lost two to one against Philly, three to one against Buffalo, five to three against Pittsburgh, six four against Columbus, and seven three against Winnipeg. Mm hmm. That right there backs up my reason on giving them a D. I mean, yeah. And at the time of this recording, uh, their next game is against the, the Florida Panthers on St. Patrick's Day. So <laughs> that's not going to be easy. Well, it, it helps It helps that they're home. I get it. But even still, the even, Panthers are one of the best teams in the NHL. I mean, exactly. come on. So, look, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not a Vegas fan, so I don't understand this team as much as you do. But I still think they're fine offensively, even though they don't score as much. When they do score, they can score in bunches sometimes. So because of that, I'm going to put them in the middle of the pack. For now, for now, until I see otherwise, I'm giving them a straight-up C. I'm giving them a C. Okay, so I'll just mix ours together and give them a C-. minus. All right, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Fair enough. But I, I, once again, I'm keeping tabs. All right, fair enough. And you I'm know keeping... what? I just got an idea here. Oh, Since this is going to be a little bit long, we're going to make this a four-part series. So we're going to finish up the Pacific Division in this episode and then proceed to the Central, Metro, and Atlantic in three other episodes. How's that? I could care less. That's just all right. That just, that just gives me more time to slander. All right, so let's do this. Let's finish up the Pacific Division here. Let's go to Edmonton, shall we? 33, 23, and 4. Now, look, Edmonton, obviously, very good. Mike Smith, though, has been the surprise of the season for me so far. The way that he stepped it up, look, I understand that he's not who he used to be. He surprised me this year so far. I'm just going to throw it out there right now. I'm putting. I'm giving Anna, or I'm giving uh, Edmontina a B plus. B plus. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm I'm right with you. I'm, I'm with get, you. I'm with I'm you. Give, I'm giving them a B plus only for the fact that they're not relying on just Drysaddle and McDavid now. Thank God. I, I don't know what took I've, them so long to realize that. After but. watching, I watched the end of the third last night. Like the. I watched the third period last night of their game, and you can tell they're not relying on everybody. Yeah, against uh, the Red Wings, you mean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah mean, where, they, sure. they, where they won seven to five. I mean, sure, it was Detroit, but everybody, there are a lot of names that scored that night. And I'm going to just like pull up that real quick. That way, no, I was I'm, just going to say, who, that way, who, I'm not yelled at. Um, Shore scored, McDavid scored, see, Hyman Devin scored. Sh- Devin Shore, Connor McDavid, Zach Hyman, Kyle Yamamoto, Evander yep. Kane, Warren Fogle, Evander Kane. <laughs> I'm still not – oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, for, for those that are asking, I do not hate Evander Kane. I don't. Look, there was no evidence to what he did. 
I just love to have fun with the guys sometimes. In all honest to God seriousness, I am happy for him. I'm happy that he's having this the success that he's having with Edmonton. Honest, honest I really, God, really am. Honest to God, that's what he needed. He needed to get he does. out of San Jose. No, he does. He needed to get out of San Jose. No, he that's did. What it was. That's exactly what it was. This man, if he would have been with Edmonton from the beginning of the season, he would have himself, he would have had himself one hell of a season. He, he, pro- he probably would have been up for consideration for MVP. Easily. Him, McDavid, and Dreisaitl. Mm. Those three. I mean, with the exception of Nugent Hopkins, those four are absolute killers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like you said, Mike Smith. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> again, talk about... Look, I'm not saying he's Vesna trophy worthy, but damn. No, but I mean, damn. Can we talk about how good he's been? I mean... I mean, how old is he? Like, what, late 30s, I think? And, I mean, you look at their backup, Miko Koskinen. Holy crap. Oh, my, oh, him too. Him too. Koskinen stepped up. I mean, look at their defense. Their defense, it's very iffy. You have Tyson yes. Berry. Fantastic player. Evan Bouchard. Mm, meh. Philip Broberg. Meh. Cody Ceci. Meh. Okay. Duncan Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Darnell Nurse. Yeah, good. And then you go and you look at their offense. Well, Josh, well, well, let's not even bring up McDavid and Drysaw because we know yeah. how good they are. Who's Josh the rest Ed, of their offense? Josh Ekblad, I think. That yes. Is. Uh, yeah, or however you say his name. Yeah. Um, Tyler Benson. Yep. Warren Fogle. Zach Hyman, Evander Kane, Zach Cassian, Brandon Malone, Ryan McLeod, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Jesse Pulviari, Derek Ryan, Devin Shore, Kyle Turris, and Kyler Yamamoto. Mm. And that's without bringing up McDavid and Dreisaitl. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that just that just shows you how good of a team they are for once. If this team would just focus on everybody and not just McDavid and Drysdale, yep, they will make a cup push. Yep. Oh, I'm with I'm with you, but they they absolutely deserve a B plus. And by the way, um, Mike Smith is going to be 40, 40, and he's doing this good. Come on, what are we talking about here? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Oilers, B plus, no questions about it. The Kings, who I thought were going to be terrible, but boy, oh boy, have they proved me wrong. 33, 21, and 8. What happened to the Kings? Wow. I mean, boy, have they shut me up. I mean, look, they still got Kopitar. They still got is is Brown still playing for them? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, not no, I'm sorry, not Brown. Uh, yeah, Drew Dowdy, yeah. Drew Dowdy. I'm thinking. Yeah, of. I was gonna say Dustin Brown's still playing with them too. Dustin Brown is still playing with them. Okay, thank you. But but they is, they, they this, certainly surprised me all season. This is something you have to look at. Look at their goaltending. True. Cal Peterson, young, fantastic, has on off games. Sure, every goaltender does. 
But look at who he's back up to. Yeah. Jonathan Quick. Yep. <laughs> this man has been a god for how oh. many years? My God. I mean, I don't even I don't even know how old he is. I, I mean don't even want to know. <laughs> and I mean, then again, you look at you look at their defense. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he he's younger than I thought. He's 36. I thought he was 40. Yeah, I did too, let's be real. Okay. But I mean, then you look at their defense. Mikey Anderson, Drew Doughty, Alexander Edler, Oli Mata. Those are just the names that people know. Yep. And I mean, sure, it's small. Sure, it's four people, but then you look at their offense. Josh Anderson Dolan. I, I have to check this that way. I'm not lying. Leas Anderson. Nice. Victor, Arv- Victor Arvidson. Mm. Jose Anthony CU. Dustin Brown, Quentin Byfield, Philip Deneau, Alex Ayafalo, Arthur Kaliav, Anze Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, Brandon Lemieux, my, um, Tyler Moore, Blake Lazat. Brandon Lemieux. <laughs> hey, leave Brandon Lemieux alone. <laughs> I, I, I just can't help but laugh. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I know. Former Ranger. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Well, granted, he didn't really do all that much with the Rangers anyway, but I digress. No, but, but look at what he's doing now with L.A. I know. That, that's like, my point. The people who don't do much with the Rangers go off and have better careers somewhere else. It, it's mind-boggling sometimes. It really but is. Anyway. But, I mean, you get what I'm saying. Their offense is stacked. Their defense no, they are. Is they are. Their offense is stacked. Their defense is meh. And their goaltending is on-off. Yep. With that being said... LA Kings, I think, deserve a B minus. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. They, they, they definitely they've, they've surprised mediocrity. me all year. They're above mediocrity, I mean. Oh yeah. They're more than way above mediocrity. They're, they're one of the they're one of the best teams in the NHL. That's I mean, pushing. and again, that's, I, I that's thought pushing. I thought they were gonna absolutely be horrible. But they, they've shut me up, they've proved me wrong, and they deserve a B a B plus. Absolutely no question about it. And last but not least, to conclude part one of this series, the Calgary Flames. I mean, nobody is catching these guys. This, this, mean, is, an easy, this is an easy one to make. Yeah. But by the way, let me just explain. They are 36, 16, and 7. They are is, obviously winning the Pacific. This is, an easy, this is an easy answer to me. Calgary gets an A. Yep. 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 A. A. I'm with you. 100%. And, I'm not going to give them an A plus only because I don't think they're worth it right now. Okay. But them picking up Tyler Toffoli. Oh, God. He's been huge. He's been so good. This is another player that if he was with the team at the beginning of the year, he would MVP. have a breakout season. MVP. And I mean, sure, they're not. The team's still a little iffy on where they're at. I mean, let me pull up their roster. I mean, I, I, I can point out one guy in particular who's been outstanding. Jacob Markstrom. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean no, damn, no, no, see, man. See, not just Markstrom. Markstrom and Villard, both of them have been yes, yes, fantastic. Yes. There's no question to ask that if that, that's possibly the best goalie kingdom of the year. Oh, oh, absolutely. No question. 
And I mean, you look at their defense, their defense, they don't have very many big names. I mean, sure, they have Noah Hannafin, Michael Stone, Chris Tanev, Nikita Zadorov. I mean, but they don't have a lot of big, big names like they used to when they had Giordano. Right. And then you go and you look at their offense. Michael Backlund, Blake Coleman, Devin Dubay, Johnny Goudreau, Elias Lindholm, Milan Lucic, Andrew Monopani, Andrew Majapani, oh. Sean Monahan, Brian Ritchie, Brady Kuch- or Matthew Kachuk, and mm. Tyler Defoley. The fact that not only did you have Majapani, who was on an absolute tear this year, but you picked up Tyler Toffoli to match him. Oh. This, if they do not make at least the conference finals. Oh, yeah. I'm going to lose it. Oh. Yeah, they, they at least have to make the conference finals. Otherwise, it's a failed season. Exactly. Hey, if they can make the Stanley Cup finals somehow, it would be even better. But I don't, if, I don't think they're there see, yet. They're, see, they're not there I, yet. I wanted to say that, but I just don't think they're cup and final material yet. No, they're, they're not there yet. They, 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 need, they need a couple more pieces, in my opinion. But they're at least conference finals contenders, and I think they're going to get there. And if they don't, then we're going to sit up here talking about the Calgary Flames and how much of a failed season it was. The fact that you have all these pieces, you couldn't get out of the second round? Come on, stop. Hey, if they get out of the, if they don't get out of the first round, it'll be much worse. Mm-hmm. Much worse. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to see a uh, Tampa Columbus 2.0. No, no. Hopefully not. But yes, Austin, I do agree with you. The Calgary Flames absolutely 100% deserve a straight up a no that, question. That, that, that team is not perfection, but it's almost close to perfection. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Again, just a couple more pieces, in my opinion. They're set to go. But anyway, that concludes part one of this series of grading NHL teams before the deadline. Stay tuned for part two, where we will talk about the Central Division. That's coming up next. Oh, boy, I get to rip more. (laughs) Get ready for more slander. That will probably continue throughout the rest of the series. For Mr. Taco, I'm Drew Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next episode. Peace and take care.